In this week's parsha, we have Shema. The parsha of Eschanan includes the Shema, and part of the Shema are the words "Vishinantam Levanecha Vedibarta Bom." So, therefore, today's sicha is going to be on the topic of Limud Hatayda, the mitzvah of Talmud Tayda, of learning Tayda and teaching Tayda. In the mitzvah of Talmud Tayda, as an in the mitzvah of learning Tayda, there are generally speaking two commands, two commandments. Aleph Lilmoit, the Chiyuv Kishayakir to learn in Torah, the mitzvah to learn Torah, that a person should learn Torah on his own. Kishayakir, once he, become, he becomes conscious, aware of this mitzvah, he should start learning Torah. The word Kishayakir comes from the Rambam in Hilchas Talmud Torah, that he says if someone who his father did not teach him Torah, then Chayiv Lilamid des Atzma Kishayakir. Once he realizes that. He, he's, he hasn't learned Torah, or he's not learning Torah, then he, beca he becomes obligated to teach himself to learn Torah. So that's the first thing, Lilmoit. Beis Lilamda. To teach Torah. To learn in Torah, to teach Torah to others. Ubifrat, specifically, Afin Fater, to learn in Medzayin his the father, to learn with his sons. So we have two details. Number one, a person should learn Torah. Number two, a person should teach Torah. And specifically, a father has a mitzvah to teach his children Torah. We find on this something very interesting. Both the Rambam in, in, in Hilchas Talmud in, in the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe in Hilchas Talmud from the Alter Rebbe begin their halachas not with a din that a person is obligated to learn Torah, but rather with the din that a person has an obligation and a mitzvah esim and a Torah as a father to learn with his children, with his young, with his with his children that are under bar mitzvah. This is seemingly not understood. It should have began with the obligation of learning Torah in general, meaning to say that a person has an obligation to learn. And following that, it should tell us, Then he can tell us, it's not enough a person should learn for himself. He also has to teach others. Including, or, uh, or specifically, his children. Um, we pass to Sainian, the Rechiyov the Lambda Libne Cotton is da, by less is da the Rechiyov the Lumetera. As we would understand it on a very basic level, why does a person have an obligation to teach his child? Because a person has an obligation to learn Tera. So just like in, in, in other mitzvahs, we, we start, we start Chinuch before Bar Mitzvah to prepare the child to learn Tera, to, to, to do the mitzvah. Similarly, because there's a general mitzvah of Talmud Torah, when does this mitzvah begin? Even as a child. Undos is at and unlike other mitzvahs where there's only chinuch, as we'll see later on, here there's an additional tzivoy, additional mitzvah. By other mitzvahs, chinuch is by Talmud Torah, there's a specific mitzvah to begin to learn Torah with a child also. But where does that but where does that tzivoy originate from, seemingly, from the mitzvah of learning? That not only a person should learn, but a person should begin to teach his children. So the Khaira, the Alter Rebbe, the Rambam should have be should have started their halachas with a mitzvah of learning Torah. Ubi Frat, as is can design their Lilamda on the dem freer the Especially since you can't have the, you can't teach without learning first. So first you have to learn, then you could teach. So much so, that the Gemara in Kiddushin says, and Rashi brings it down on the Pasuk, but why did it say Vishinantam, not Vilamadata Levanecha? The word Vishinantam. So he says that the words of Teda should be Mechudadim Beficha. It should be fluent in your mouth. That if somebody asks you a question, you shouldn't have to stutter, and you shouldn't have to... Uh, uh, um, you shouldn't have to hesitate before telling them the answer. You should be able to tell right away. So vishinantam levanecha means not just that you should learn first. You should learn first in a level that you, that the words that you're teaching are fluent. 
So the, so, the, so the question is, first of all, the whole basis is the mitzvah of learning Torah. Second of all, you can't learn without teaching. So why does so why would the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam begin their halachis of Talmud Torah with the mitzvah of teaching before talking about the mitzvah of learning? The pastors came and asked us seemingly we can explain this for t- the following two reasons. And these two reasons are going to become relevant again and again during the Sikha. So therefore... We should make sure that we understand what these two reasons are. Aleph, even though the Rebbe is going to ask on them, but we're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to them. These are going to become the foundations of the message of the Sikha. Since there is an obligation to learn with a child, unlike the rest of the mitzvahs, that there's no obligation to educate the children. The chinuch of ketanim is midrabanon. But by Torah, there is an obligation to learn with the children. Kumtois, as the limud ha-Torah by yedin einem, muzich anfangin, unfangsichon un min ha-Torah, when there is nachakotin. Since there's a mitzvah to teach the children, therefore, when does the person become obligated to learn Torah? When he's still a child. Even though the obligation is on the father to teach him, but nevertheless, this child, there is an obligation that this child should be learning Torah. And therefore, Hilchas Torah begins at the earliest stage when Torah becomes an obligation on the person, which is when they're still a child. And since the child can't necessarily learn themselves, and, and nor do they have an obligation on, on the child because they're still a child, the obligation is on the father to teach him, to hire a teacher. But the idea is, is that since the beginning of the obligation is when the child, when the person is still a child, therefore that's where the halachas begin, when the person is a child. That's point number one. Point number two, base. The tzivi of Talmud Torah is nichpol pa'amim rabbis. The tzivi for learning Torah is mentioned a number of times in Torah. Side the tzivi lilmait, both the command for a person to learn Torah. For example, in this week's parsha, it says, "Ushmartem va'asisem kihi chachmaschem u'binaschem le'ne yamim." And Rashi says, "Ushmartem is Mishnah." Then there's a pasuk in our parsha, "V'zeisa mitzvah." Again, to learn Torah, the chukim and the mishpatim to learn. And of course, we have the vishinantam levanecha. So you have, even in our parsha, there's already a number of places where it says it. And also the tzivui of teaching. For example, in our parsha, again, it says, which is the mitzvah of teaching Torah. As well as the Shinantam Levanachavadibartabam is also a mitzvah not just to learn but to teach. So you have a number of places throughout Torah. The words Nikhbapam Rabbis comes from the Rambam. Now this is something the Rambam says. So the idea is that the, the uh, mitzvah to learn Torah is in many places throughout Torah. The primary commandment, the one that is brought in the list of mitzvahs from the Rambam is the Shinantam Levanecha, is the mitzvah that you should teach your children. Which this Pasuk includes. To both learn Torah and to teach Torah. And since the main primary source for the mitzvah of learning Torah, learning and teaching, is from Vishinantam Levanecha, was made the pastors which on the most basic level means to teach a child, but yet it includes the learning of the adults as well. Therefore, the Hilchas begins with the obligation upon the father to teach Torah to his child because Vishinantam Levanacha is the source. So there's two Nukudis over here. Number one, that learning Torah, the obligation to learn Torah begins from childhood. Number two, the source 
for learning Torah, even of adults, is from Vishinantam Levanacha. And for these two reasons, both the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam begin their Hilchas Talmud with the laws of teaching children. However, this itself demands an explanation. Why are we, are we uh, 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 differentiating the mitzvah of Talmud from all the other mitzvahs? The Aleph as Limud Ateda, the Shaykhis Mitamin Ateda Echza Cotton. That learning Teda has a connection even to a cotton more than any other mitzvah, which the other mitzvah's Chinuch is Midrabanon. Unachmed as the Chiyuf to learn in Teda is Nichlul and Mtsivishanatolevanacha. And even more so that the commandment to learn Teda, even of adults, is a part of the Tsivishanatolevanacha. Why is there a greater connection between Teda and children? Then mitzvahs and children. Why do we find these in these two details that when it comes to the mitzvah of Talmud Teda, there is a deeper connection between the mitzvah of Talmud Teda and children? So, in Seif Beis, he's going to give a suggestion for an answer, and he's going to say that it's a uh, it's uh, it's trying to emphasize to us. The fact that the learning that we do today in Golos, before Bias uh, Mashiach, is like a child's play, like like the learning of a child compared to the Limud Atayra, which will be done lost in love. Seemingly, we can say that the reason why the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam begin the mitzvahs of Talmud Torah, or why we find an intrinsic connection between Limud Torah and the, and, and the learning of children, is because it wants to emphasize to us the difference between learning Torah in our days and learning Torah lost love when Mashiach comes. Move on, it's understood as an Eden, you will have the time in order to learn Torah and to delve into its wisdom. The Eden will be great scholars, the world will be filled with knowledge. Knowledge and wisdom and truth will increase, which is all uh, wording references to the time of Mashiach. The learning Torah will be, and the understanding of Torah will be on a much greater level compared to today. The Torah that we learn today is air. It's nothingness compared to the Torah that we will learn when Mashiach comes or from Mashiach. And therefore, the learning that we do today, even the learning of the adults, is no, is nothing more than just a child learning compared to the learning that will do lasid lavei un oich another nukuda al derech we don't that teira from a cotton is an inyan from chinuch just like when we learn when the child is learning it's part of his training was great him tzutzum ikirachi which is preparing him for his primary obligation when they're very very nagadol when he'll become an adult azay is as eich ben agiyah klolas limud teira nilamaza you can say the same thing with regards to learning teira in this world. That the learning that we do today is a preparation and a training for the learning Torah that will happen when Mashiach comes. Once the person has his learning in his hand, which means to say that in this world he learned as much as he can, then we will be able to receive the learning of Torah in a more complete form from Mashiach. So it could be that that in order to make this point that we should know that as much as we learn Teda today, it's only Hevel, it's only like a cotton learning compared to learning Teda when Mashiach comes. So it could be that this is why the, that, that we, there's such a connection between Limud Teda and, and the cotton. Aber is not Masvik. However, this explanation is insufficient. This idea that our learning of today is only child's play compared to the learning of Mashiach comes, could be said the same thing about the rest of the mitzvahs. The estate that the Lashon, like the Lashon has said, as the mitzvahs, this is a, a, a sifri that says that, that the mitzvahs are like signposts. When a person leaves, 
they, 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 they go somewhere, they leave signposts so they should know how to come back. When the Yidin left the Golos, they left sign, they left Eretz Yisrael into Golos, they left signposts to, to, uh, to be able to know how to come back. And what are those signposts? The mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are also called Tziyunim because Mitzuyonim Bazaar, the Yidin excel in them. But the idea that we see is that mitzvahs are called signposts. They're emblematic to the mitzvahs of compared to the mitzvahs that, that will be fulfilled when Mashiach comes. Then the mitzvahs will be, will, will be done as the Abishar commanded, as the Abishar wants, in the ultimate and complete way. Today, it's only a, a sign. It's only an, a, 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 an icon. To compared to what is going to be done when Mashiach comes. Thus haste, as Eich Kiyam Amitzas Beilam Azayis Narimchinis Gatnus. It's a unum legabi Kiyam Amitzas Lasad Lavi, which means to say that the mitzvahs that we do today are only child's play compared to the mitzvahs of Lasad Lavi. Unas Dos is me high time a gufa a chinuch vachon. It's a famous Kiyam Amitzvahs, and using the same the same point that we use with regards to the limud ha'tera, the learning tera today is a preparation to the limud ha'tera when Mashiach comes. We can say the same thing about mitzvahs that the, the mitzvahs that we do today because it's only katnos is a preparation for the time that we will do the mitzvahs properly when Mashiach comes. So we see the same idea in mitzvahs as we do with regards to cotton. Yet we find that Talmud has a shaykhs to the cotton more than mitzvahs do. Not only do the children have an obligation to learn Torah, but even the learning of the adults is learned from from the mitzvah of teaching the children. Is moving as in Talmud Torah is the So therefore, it's understood that in learning Torah, there's something unique that is unique to the mitzvah of limud that connects to the learning of the child. Or of children, and we have to understand why that is. And based on that, we'll understand why the Ramam and Alter Rebbe begin with Hilchas Talmud Torah with learning of children, because there is an intrinsic connection between Limud Torah and the learning of children. And in the next <clears throat> two Seifim, he's going to explain the connection, and he's going to explain the idea of Bittel. That when a Yid learns Torah, that it has to be Bittel. And that's the connection with the cotton because a person has to make themselves small in order to learn Torah. And there's going to be two ideas in Bittel, which the two ideas in Bittel will correspond to the two details that we learned in Seif Aleph. Number one, that learning Torah begins from when the person is still a child. And number two, that the learning Torah of adults is learned from the Pasuk that tells us to learn with children. So let's take one step at a time. First we have to introduce the, a difference between Teira and Mitzvahs. The Mitzvahs which are primarily done with physical objects is The main goal is to impact the things, the objects which, which, with which the mitzvah is being done, which means to impact the world. Similar to the expression, that the person impacts the object. How does he impact it? To refine and uplift the physical object and the koiches of his nefesh abamis, which are being used for the mitzvah, because it's being used for a mitzvah, it refines it and elevates it, transforms it. Underiber. So since the whole purpose is to impact the, the thing, not so much the person. Underiber. Afal piyaz mitzvahs darfman v'kayim zayim mitbittel. So even though still mitzvahs need bittel, in other words, nit v'alazayiz mechayiv seichel. We don't do a mitzvah because seichel tells us to. Nor we do the mitzvah because the Ebister wants us to do so. The Ebister commanded us to do the mitzvah. So there is still a, a, an element of bittel there. But from Dezveg, nevertheless, is the Ikir Zachen Kima mitzvah. The primary detail in the mitzvah, the most important ingredient, is the Asiyah, the deed, the action. 
der Bittel, ubechlolus kloschen chazal das, was mitzvah seine mitzare besabrius, was die mitzvah darf erösen in dem Gavre, in Menschen, the fact that the Bittel, the person has to stand in a Bittel, or any impact that the mitzvah has on the person. For example, chazal tell us that the mitzvahs were given in order to refine the creations, meaning to say, the people, and when a Yid does a mitzvah, it refines him. All that is nit ma'akiv b'dyevet. Does not, um, does, is not necessary, is not an absolute necess- necessity to the mitzvah in order to be mekayim the mitzvah. A person does a mitzvah without the kavana, without the change, without the transformation, the mitzvah is still done. It's like an external addition to the actual fulfillment of the mitzvah. The most important ingredient in the mitzvah is the deed, doing the mitzvah. Then the mitzvah is also supposed to impact the person as well, but that's not the main thing. And if it didn't work on the person, the mitzvah was still done. So it comes to limit to mitzvah because the mitzvah is about to think. Therefore, the bittel, even though it's there, it's not so important. What's most important is the mitzvah should get done. On the other hand, when it comes to Limudat Teira, is in Yonei, as their mensch, so mit sein Seichel, verstehen und vereinigen sich mit dem Muskel. Here it is about the person. It's not just about the thing. That the person with his intellectual capacity should be able to become one with the concept that he's studying. Nicht wollen uns finden, wie es will sich em. And not that he should conclude the way he wants the conclusion to be. But he should find the truth of the idea, of the concept, and he should break himself to go along with that. So when we say that the person with his seichel has to become one with the muskel, which is the, the concept that he's studying, if he's learning Teira, what's the muskel? The Yebist is Chachma. Und der Fahr ist der Inyina Bittel an Inyin Ikri. Wir fragen, wie man das Teil, und therefore Bittel becomes a very important ingredient. Wie bald Chachmasi ist Baruch ist in ganzen Nacher von Gedan an Ibrahim, since the Ebisus Chachma is beyond the, the, the ramifications of the persons, of the, of, of the, cre- of the person, kennt das nicht Niklet werden bei Nivra, nor wenn er lernt ein mit Bittel. So the person cannot grasp it, he cannot absorb it, unless there's Bittel there. Then er lernt nor mit dem Keich HaSeichel, if he only uses the Seichel without Bittel, can es him derfirin zu sein im Egal upon the Torah, it could lead to actually interpreting the Torah wrong, not as the Halacha is. Why? Because he's using his Seichel, so his wisdom works. His, the ideas that he's introducing are good. It's not the Yevishes Chachma. It's not the Halacha. Because he, he didn't create that connection with, with, with the muscle, with, with Chachmasa Yisbarach. So if a person lacks Bittl, he won't be able to cross the bridge from his uh, limited, his finite Seichel to the infinite Seichel of the, to the infinite Chachma of the Yevishter. And because of that, he could, things can make a lot of sense and they can be totally inconsistent with Halacha. That first, they have to make, you have to make a birchas first. Before a person could which this draws out within the person a bitl to the Abishter who gave us the Tera. And that's how he becomes a fitting receptacle to the Tera of Hashem. So this is the first idea of bitl. That before the person even approaches to learn Tera, he has to recognize that the Tera is from the Abishter. And in order for him to reach that high level, that, he, that, he, that his seichel should become one with the Abishter's Chachma, he has to have Bittl. And, and Bittl be, therefore becomes a primary ingredient in this process. Dalit. Now we have a, an, we're going to learn about an, another aspect of the Bittl. Just like there's a necessity to have Bittl. 
as a preparation to learning Torah, as a foundation to the learning Torah, which this makes him makes it even possible for him to grasp and to absorb, to take in the Torah of Hashem. Also, we have we, we, we have the necessity, the need for bittel of the learner while he is learning and also over here we're going to contrast this with mitzvahs that it's more necessary when learning than it is by mitzvahs by kiyum and mitzvahs, when the mentions make zei mekayim kidboi, while azei hadir eibister angezakt kanal. When a person does a mitzvah because the eibister says so and he does it properly, is in zayin ton the mitzvah nita rangim yisanegin emitzis. When he does the mitzvah, it doesn't involve so much his own ego, his own being. Er shteit melachatchile in the tnuah from folding the eibister's angezak. He he. From the get-go, is standing is in a state of following the Eretz's command. And therefore, it's not so necessary to uh, 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 to tell him that there has to be the Aveda of Bittel because he's already in some state of Bittel. In other words, he and his Metzias is not playing such a role. He's 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 following the commands of the Eretz. But However, when it comes to learning Torah, since as we said before, the idea of learning Torah is the one is the oneness, is the unification of the person seichel with the muscle, with the concept, which in this case is the haste when the person uh, zeroes in on understanding the truth. Of Tera is as beifin as the svarda basar harovet uis mitzayin seichel is as kivyachal chachmasi yisbarach. How does he reach that through using his own seichel when his own seichel uh, uh, invests the effort to understand? Then his seichel becomes one with the Eibster. But because of that, his seichel is playing a major role here. The, the, the person himself is playing a role. Darfman bavarinen as in demzol and zichnita reinmish and pnius. We have to make sure that he should not involve any uh, motives, any ulterior motives, any bias of his own seichel, his own mitzvahs. When it comes to a mitzvah, we say do. So we, what he's doing, it's not so much about the person. It's about the action. But, 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 but excuse me. But when we talk on learning Torah, the whole way to learn is by employing his seichel. And his seichel, if it doesn't have bittel with it, then his seichel can lead him off the wrong, can lead him in the right direction. And he explains what's the problem. Before we said the problem is the teira is going to make sense. The svara is going to make sense, but it's not. It's disconnected from the Yibushes Here he says a different issue. Here he says the layman Torah can make a mistake. He could think that he's on a level that the only thing that's important to him, that's relevant to him, is the truth of Torah. So if someone's going to come and, and, and say opposite, different than the way his seichel concludes, so he takes... He, he sees it as if that person is going against the Torah. As Chazal tells us in the Gemara in Tainus, I printed it out. If you see a, a member of the, of the Chachamim that becomes angry, you should know that what's the enemy it's not he's, he's not a, because he's a Talmud Chachum, he's not getting angry because of you know of, of uh, personal things. He's getting he's getting angry in the name of the Torah. So using that idea, he says a person is going to be a person is not is not in a perfect state of bittel. Might think of himself that he is already at a level that all he it's all important to him is the truth. And therefore, when he sees someone else getting angry, get, disagreeing with him, he's going to get angry, not for himself. He's going to get angry for the Torah, because the other person is saying the wrong thing. Be'ez, as in Eder Emerson, is their val their gosei as im art al kolponim eich. That's when in truth, 
What's really bothering him is the fact that the other person is, is going against him, or also the fact that the person is going against him. Therefore, his learning trade has to be permeated with bittel. To protect that his own ego and his own being should not involve itself to bias or to lean his seichel in the first day in the Megals, and to be in, in the effort to understand and reveal the Ebus's Chachma. So, there's two Inyanim and Bittel. Number one, the limit, there's the Inyan and learning a which is to become one with the Muskel, to become one with, to become one with Chachmasi's Baruch. And therefore, you need to have, when you're realizing what you're about to do, you're about to learn the Ebus's Teda. So, before you even approach it, you have to. You have to recognize that it's Debus as Teda, and you have to approach it with a bitl. Because if Chasa Shalom, you don't have the bitl, then you'll end up paskining Shalei Ka'alacha. Then there's another aspect in Teda. The other aspect in Teda is the fact that he's using his Seichel. In other words, the first aspect was where is he going with his Seichel? He's going to the Muskul, he's going to Chachmasi, he's Barach. The other, pro- the other aspect of Teda is that using his Seichel. And therefore, when he uses his seichel, a person, it can, it, it, it can make him feel important. My seichel is able to reach the Abbas's Chachma. And because of that, there, there might be pneus, and there might be um, um, in understanding the Torah. He might come to a point that he sees the other person telling him something that, that, that disagreeing with him, and he might think that the other person is going when in truth, it, 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 the, the other person is going and therefore not only as a hakdamah to the learning Torah but even during the learning Torah it has to be permeated with a bitul to make sure that his yeshes that his ego does not get involved and get in the way of revealing the truth the amitah social Torah so these are the two inyanim and bitul and now in Sifhei, he's going to explain how these two in Yonim and Bittel are consistent with the two Pratim that we brought in Sif Aleph about the connection between Limud and children. This is, can also be used to explain these two ideas. The whole idea of learning Torah begins from when the person is a child. The idea, the, the command, the mitzvah of learning Torah of the adult is included in the commandment. Because in these two ideas about learning Torah are expressed these two ideas of bittel that are necessary and required by the mitzvah of Talmud that which begins when a person is a child one might say that the mitzvah of learning with a child begins from six or from or whenever chinuch begins but the mitzvah of learning Torah with a child begins even before the child is a child. As soon as the child has any connection to understanding something. As soon as the child is able to begin to speak, there's already a mitzvah to teach him Torah. So the fact that we're starting to learn Torah from a child who's just learning how to speak is not even that he understands so much. Is madgish this emphasizes as the aschalav yisoyit from limudat Torah is need the seichel shebetera that the foundation of learning is not so much the understanding because the child doesn't even understand it yet. Nor their mamit umaktin what's the necessity for the person to make themselves small. Their bittul to neisn atayra shalmaylam betamadas the bittul to the eibster. For as derin yina bittul is not opening from godless for seichel. This aspect of bittul is not dependent on maturity or on seichel. Nor there is faran by yedrin afilu batinik mishyedele daber mitzad nishmosay, but even but, but you don't need to be an adult to to, to have bittul on this level. Even a child, even child is just beginning to learn how to speak. Mitzad is neshama already has this connection to the eibster. So this first 
concept of bitul that as a, that as you said vahakdoma to learning Torah, you have to have a bitul is consistent with the idea that learning Torah begins as a child, for, as a very small child. That just like learning Torah begins as a very small child who's not shayach tavan of a saga and is sechakel learning with a bitul because he's a child, so too. When any, whenever we learn Torah, it has to be with a yesoid v'akdama of vitol. Under tzayte prat. And the second detail that we discussed in the first Seiv, das was oich der tzivu v'afalimu da Torah for na godl ver nichlul dem tzivu v'shnantim levanecha. The fact that even the the the, the mitzvah for a godl for an adult to learn Torah is included in v'shnantim levanecha. From that learned, from that teaches us. As oich beeis dem limud gufa that even during the learning, when he is in the varangitam mitin kayach asechol, with the limud for a gadol, when it's 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 an adult style learning, a learning that's utilizing sechol mitavon of asaga with comprehension and understanding. There's under bittul vifon akotin. It's still vishinantum levanecha. It's still coming from uh, the mitzvah of learning with a child because it has to also be permeated with bittul. So what we did here, incredibly. Is we took these two ideas that number one, Torah learning Torah begins from childhood, and number two, the learning Torah of adults is learned from learning with a child, and we connected it with the two levels of two ideas of bittul that are necessary. Number one, before you start learning, you have to approach learning with bittul, and number two, while you're learning, it has to be with bittul so you don't involve your own seichel in a way of yeshes. And in a way of uh, uh, getting distracted from Amitasa Shaltaira. And we connected it with these two ideas that number one, you begin learning Taira with a child, which represents that Bittl, that Lumid has to be has to be on the foundation of Bittl. And the, with Vishinantam Levanecha, that the learning of the adult has to also be with Bittal, meaning to say also the Havana Saga during the learning has to also be with Bittal. And now we understand why both the Altirebbe and the Balshemtiv, uh, Baal the, uh, the, the, the Rambam, and others will begin Hilchos Talmud with the mitzvah of learning with children because it is emphasizing to us that there is a major connection between Limudatayra and children because Limudatayra has to be learnt like a child, meaning to say, Shemaktin es atzmai, a person has to make themselves small, there has to be a bitl, side before the learning and side during the learning. Now we're going to go to Pirkeiovis and we're going to uh, uh, um, take everything we've learned and apply it to Pirkeiovis. So we're going to take the Pirkeiovis and we're going to apply it here. We spoke many times that everything, in te- especially in Teda, is precise and So we must we must conclude that there is a connection in the message of the parsha of the week and the Pedic and Pirki Ovis, which we are learning on the corresponding Shabbos. From the Shabbos's foot between Pesach and Shavuos, and the Shabbos's between Pesach and Shavuos. And now the Rechzend is zooming the Shabbos's Bechlal, and in general, in the summer Shabbos's, late in Minik, to Zog and Pirki Ovis, called Shabbos's Akaitz, according to the Minik, as is written in the Altar of Esidr, to say Pirki Ovis, all of the Shabbos's of the summer. Ubi Inyaneinu. So I'm just going to introduce over here what's going, what, what I'm going to say in the next two paragraphs. Tashtun um, Lamed Zayin, which is the year that this, this, this Fabrengen comes from, uh, was, was said, Tisha uh, B'Av was on, like this year, Tashtun Pe'alev was on Ches of, an Erev, uh, sorry, Shabbos was Ches of Erev Tisha B'Av. Tashtun Lamed Ches, the year that this liquid was published, Tisha uh, uh, B'Av was on Shabbos. But either way, uh, 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 Shabbos by Mincha, it's either Tishabav or Erev Tishabav, and there are different opinions as to whether you say Pirkiyavis. If you say Pirkiyavis, then which is Shabbos Dvarim, then Shabbos Dvarim is paid a Gimel, and then Shabbos Vascharim is paid a Galad. If you do not say Pirkiyavis on on um, on that Shabbos, then Vascharim is paid a Gimel, because you didn't say Pirkiyavis on Shabbos Dvarim. In this Sicha, the Rebbe the Rebbe goes follows. I don't know if Lamaisa, but the Rebbe follows the the daya that you would say Pirki Yavis on Shabbos Dvarim. And therefore, Shabbos Dvarim is Perik Gimel, and Shabbos Vaschanon is Perik Dalit. 
And therefore, there's a, therefore the connection is going to be between Vayeschanon and Perek Dalet. And in order 53, to support this, in order 53 brings that the Ramah says that you don't say Pirkei Yavis and Shabbos, uh, and Shabbos Tishabah and Shabbos Erev Tishabah. And however, he says that the Minig Zetz are the Chiyim It's a it's a perplexing Minig to not say Pirkei Yavis. And the Pirkei Yavis says that you are allowed to learn, especially according to our Minig, that we are very we are careful to not present any Avelis, any signs of mourning publicly by not learning Pirkei Yavis. This is Avelis Befaresia. And he says you could be maybe you could be medayik from the Alter Rebbe Siddur Kol Shabbos Esakayit that you say Pirkevus all the Shabbosim of the summer and he doesn't exclude Shabbos Tishubah. And because of that, the Rebbe the Rebbe uh, in, in in this sicha is going along with the day that you do say Pirkevus on Shabbos Tishubah and Vayischan on his Perik Dalit. Now, from what I understand, Minik Chabad or Minik. The ungenum and aminig is to not say Pirkei Yavis. And I, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in a later Farbreng, and I think it was Tashin Mem Aleph, the Rebbe said that I that many don't say Pirkei Yavis. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't, um, 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 you know, uh, be, uh, you know, go away from the aminig of other people. And um, the Rebbe indicated, I, 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 I printed it out and I don't have it in front of me, that um, to follow the, the minig of not saying Pirkei Yavis. In uh, on the Shabbos, so Mishnah Reina is that we don't say Pirkei Yavis, but still um, there is a daya that we that we that we do say Pirkei Yavis, and like the Rebbe says here in the Sicha, when Mashiach comes, we're going to say Pirkei Yavis on the Shabbos. So even so until this Shabbos comes, till Shabbos Dvarim comes, uh, 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 or until Tishabav comes, we could still we could still hope that we're going to say Pirkei Yavis on Shabbos Dvarim. And therefore, Be'etzem Vayeschanon is connected to Perek um, Dalid, and, and, and therefore the connection we're going to learn today is between Vayeschanon and Perek Dalid. U'binyoneinu, v'ibalta z'zayinu, da deyiz v'paskim t'imenzak Perek Yavaz dem Shabbos Tishabov. Since there are deyiz and paskim, whether to say Perek Yavaz on the Shabbos, ve'elu ve'elu divrilokim chayim, but both are the words of Hashem, ve'v'mevarizayinu da leit ein deyiz, leit deyiz v'zak yav Perek Yavaz, we're going to explain this, According to the day that we do say Pirkeyavis on Shabbos Tishabov or Erev Tishabov. Especially since we're waiting every single every single day with this intense desire, intense yearning, the Mashiach should come. And these days will become transformed into a Yamtiv. So at least until Shabbos. Every all the days agree that we're going to say Pirkei Yavis on this Shabbos. So therefore, we're going to discuss the connection between Vayischanon and Perek Dalit. Neisav the kolos tikashay chesed parsos Vayischanon and Perek Rivi fun Ovis. Vas mazok talpi anal lechtem yarn Shabbos parsos Vayischanon. In addition to the general connection between the two parsos that this Shabbos this year, we are saying them in the same Shabbos. Vas in addition to that, vas in zei. We'll find another connection, and that is that both the parsha of Eschanon and the Perik Dalid both have a number of concepts connected to Talmud Teda. At Sof and the Tzivuyim of Talmud Teda stay in the parsha of Eschanon. A number of the commandments with regard to learning Teda are in parsha of Eschanon, and we mentioned them earlier on in the Shir. And also. Uh, a number of Mishnayis and Perik Dalid contain directives with regards to the Limit Atayra. But So in addition to all that connection, Gefintmen oich in zwei Mishnayis von dem Perik, Ahiro v'ad goshom yuchedes, benegea di zwei nyani bitl anal, was father in the Talmud But in specifically in two Mishnas of this Perik, we're going to find the uh, the two concepts, the two ideas of bitl that were mentioned earlier that are necessary when it comes to learning Tayra. Mishnechov, Mishnechov, and Perik Yavis says like this: Leimetayda yelled. Someone learns Tayda as a child. Lemaudayma. To what is it compared? The diyik suv al nayach on your chadash to ink that is written onto fresh paper. Leimetayda zokin. Lemaudayma. And a person learns Tayda in as an older person. To what is it compared? The diyik suv al nayar machok 
on the arm of to ink that is written on rubbed out paper. And just like a paper that was that was used and erased and used and erased, the ink doesn't uh, 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 is not so clear and it doesn't last. So too, the person who used his mind for so many other things, his, his brain is used up, so to speak, and therefore it's harder for him to retain and absorb the teachings of Torah. That's what the Mishnah says. But the is that the glatik says something is is not smooth. We understand the lesson from the first half of the Mishnah, which is encouraging the person about the importance uh, of learning Torah with children, with youth, not to delay it until he becomes older. We understand. If you learn Torah when you're young, it's going to stick. Why does the Mishnah have to emphasize the caution of the second half of the Mishnah? Is then the Mishnah Usin to Zakin as there was at Nitgelaren Tayr made the Simshatia? Vizer is given a Zakin. Therefore, Zech Miyayzan Chasson from Matzdiyz and Libna Tayr. Is the Mishnah trying to tell us that somebody who, for whatever reason, did not get a chance to learn Tayr in his youth, should despair from ever being successful in learning Tayr? Like, what's it trying to tell us? In the first half is the positive. So obviously, it's encouraging us. The second half is negative. So what's what's it trying to tell us? There beer in them. So what's so what's the explanation? What's the deeper understanding of this Mishnah? Now, is there pirush in According to the above, the words we're talking about, bittel over here. So the meaning over here is one who learns teda as a child, meaning to say as a learned teda mit bittel. And is If someone's learning teda with bittel, he makes himself small like a child. Only then could the teda be absorbed by him because he's approaching it with bittel. Then is the on the then it's like ink written on fresh paper because it can absorb it and it can retain it. But if the learning Torah is only with his own intellect, with his wisdom. Here Zakin would be not so much the, the, the age, but someone who's using his Chachma to learn Torah and not engaging his Bittal. On Bittal without Bittal. Can Torah, Torah, Savaya, by boy. Then the Torah, Hashem, could not be absorbed by him properly. And therefore, it's not, even though it's also a negative, but it's not saying when you're older, you, 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 it's not about age. Whenever you approach Torah, you have to approach Torah like a child. Even when you're older, you're learning Torah. Even when you're younger, when you're learning Torah. To approach it like a child means with a bittel, and not like a zokin, not to feel uh, 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 um, assured by your wisdom without bittel, because it's not gonna, it's not, you're not going to retain it. So that's, one Mishnah, one very clear, simple Mishnah. If you learn Tater with Bittel, then it's, it's, it, you'll, you'll absorb it. If you learn Tater Zokin, you learn Tater with, with, with your Seichel, without Bittel, then it's not going to last. Then we have Mishnah Yotas. Another Mishnah. When your enemy falls, do not be happy. When he, when he stumbles, when he slips, your heart should not rejoice. Because Hashem will see this, might see this, and it will be bad in his eyes. And then he will remove his anger from him. In Bavusti Shaila, there's a very famous question here. What's Shmuel Akatan trying to tell us? It's Shmuel Akatan Noemir, and it quotes a Pasuk or Tupsukim from Mishlei. That's all. Go back to go go back go back to the Mishlei and read it over there. What Shmuel Akatan telling us is Mazber the Machzer Vitri. So the Machzer Vitri explains as the Pasik read the Gemara Mochama Beisik in the Pasik in Mishlei. He's talking about a fight in worldly matters. Two people get into a fight. Tells you even if you win the fight, don't be happy. When Shmuel Akatan is Machadish, Shmuel Akatan is coming to tell us as Oich Ba Machamta Shal but also when it's a battle of Torah between two that they are arguing with each other when it comes to it and one was victorious over the other the victor has to know that he should not rejoice in the fall of his, of his, of his, of his opponent that he, should, he shouldn't be too happy that he was able to be victorious over the other. Similar to the He would daven that his friends should not be, 
should not stumble, should not make mistake in their in the halacha, and that he should not be happy because of it. So, so in other words, the Mach uh, 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 is explaining that Shmuel, that Shmuel Akatan is teaching us that when a person is learning Torah with his friends and he gets into an argument over an Indian in Torah, so he shouldn't be, and, then, and he wins the argument, he should not be happy that he was able to win an argument over his friends. So we have to understand this a little bit better. So the question is, why would I think it's any different? If the Pasuk is talking about basic element when he told me that don't be, don't be too happy when your friend falls, when your enemy falls, when your opponent falls, why would I think that Torah is different? If I tell you, I should be happy, I could be happy, and Shmuel HaKatan is saying, no, don't be happy. Now the reason is, once he was victorious over his opponent in something about something a part of Tayra. So it's not his victory, it's Tayra's victory. An idea in Tayra became clear and ratified. And truthfully, this should bring out in the person a great joy. And there's another area in Tayra that was unclear and now became clear. So comes Shmuel HaKotten comes Shmuel HaKotten and tells us If all he cared about was the truth of Tayra then he wouldn't see the fact that his, that his opponent fell. That he was victorious over the other. All he would see was the was the positive aspect that another area of Tayra became clear. The fact that he sees his victory, the fact that he sees the, the downfall of his opponent means that his yeshis is still mixed in over here. And therefore he's not allowed to be joyful. It's not about him. No chaninyan. And the, really we could take this to even a deeper level. If he was truly dedicated, focused, on revealing the Eves Chachma, he wouldn't have he wouldn't even have to see this as the fall of an enemy. Because both opinions in Torah are still part of the Eves words. In actuality, you can't follow both opinions. From the perspective of learning Torah, of words of Hashem, both days are the words of Hashem. And even after the Psak Halacha, that we say we pass him like one day and not the other, the other day still remains part of Torah. You can't say that, that it was a fall. You can't say this is an opponent, this is an enemy, because what he was t- teaching was still part of Torah. And since in his joy, he feels that his opponent was knocked down, so this is a, is a sign that this is mixed into this is a feeling of his victory. That he was victorious over the other. Therefore comes Shmuel HaKotten and tells us, Shmuel HaKotten was called this because he would make himself small. Shmuel HaKotten is coming from the perspective of Bittl and he says, must be with a The only thing that matters to him is to reach the truth of Teda and the fact that his enemy was wrong doesn't talk to him. Therefore there's no reason to be joyful. About the about, the, about the, the fall of the enemy. The only thing that makes him joyful is the fact that they reached Amitasa Shotera. So what we see from over here is that Mishnah Chaf is addressing the first aspect of Bittal. That as a Yusayta Limud Atayra, you have to come approach it with Bittal, learn it like a child. Like we said, that it is, which is consistent with the idea that, that, that learning Torah begins from childhood. But then there was another area of Bittal. The bittle that, that comes during the learning, when a person is employing his seichel, that it should become with bittle, so it shouldn't mix in a yeshes. 
And this is, this is connected with the fact that the limud of a gadol, of an adult, is learned from Vishinantam Levanecha, and this is seen in this Mishnah in Yutas. That, that when you learn Torah, you shouldn't see the yeshes of it, that you were victorious over the other person. The only thing you should see is that another part of Torah became revealed and clarified and understood. And if you see an ayivcha or a nefail over here, then you're lacking bittel, and you got to go back to the drawing board. So what we see over here is that these two Mishnas in Pirkei Ovis, which we didn't finish Mishnah Yotas yet, but I'm just uh, uh, pausing here for a moment to point this out, that in these two Mishnas, in Pirkei Ovis and Perik Dalid, you see the very two ideas of Bittal that we learn, uh, uh, that are necessary by Limud that are learned from Parashas Vaheshanon, from Mishinantam Levanach. We still have to finish the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah continues, Penyida Hashem, what Shmuel HaKatan telling us? Because it's Ken, the and the Tainus, so Shmuel HaKatan is saying like this, a person could, could claim, It's true that the, the opposing opinion is, is part of uh, the words of Hashem, and therefore, it's a part of Teireh. The other person wanted to utilize that day as a practical psak. Which was a mistake. It's not true. The halacha is not like him. So this is, in a certain sense, the fall of his opponent. Because the opponent was wrong. So why are we asking him that he should reach a level of that he shouldn't be joyful, and he should, and, and even more so that he shouldn't even see it as a fall? By by his victory, he cancelled out a, 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 a an area, a, 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 an idea that wasn't true. And this should bring him simcha. The fact that that, that that he was able to prove that that was wrong, since that's not the psak halacha, that should be a simcha by him. And this is why Shmuel HaKotten continues. Uh, 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 an incredible concept. First of all, he doesn't say it over here clearly, I don't think, but he points out in, in the Fabreng, in the word pen. We don't know why the person made a mistake. The other person wanted a pasuk shleik halacha. We don't know why it is. We don't know if it's a lack of understanding, or maybe there was an union of apoy of the eibushter of anger of the eibushter that caused the person to not have the schus to be able to come to the proper conclusion. You cannot have any joy from the fact that the other person was wrong. Because it could be the fact that the other person was wrong is something that is connected with the union of Apey of the Ebishter. So it's not like you're smarter than him. It's not like you're better than him. The person was lacking his schus. And therefore the Ebishter gave you the schus that the Allah should be like you. So what are you going to do? Now you're going to be joyful about that? The only thing that should bring you joy is the fact that you, that the halacha was nesbar alamitasa. The other person's uh, 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 being wrong should not play any role in your simcha. If the person will be joyful from the fall of his opponent, is that it's possible as the mitvet gedim zayin the heishiv may olav apay the neibus lebekev yachal abker and apay fun zeichav and afim. It's possible that Abraham will become upset at him, that he's being joyful over his friend's, over his friend's uh, uh, problem, and Abraham will then become upset at him, and he's going to lose this chus. So therefore, there's no reason, there's no way that a person should become joyful by the other person's lack of success, and only we only focus on the on the halacha and the amitasa shotera. When a person thinks about this, he'll accomplish by himself that not only will he have no joy from the fall of his enemies, by him it will become fulfilled. The opposite. That they will not 
that even though they argue with each other, they, nevertheless, they don't move from this spot until they become friends. In other words, they can argue in the ideas, but in their relationship with each other, they are friends. Even more so. Basil and Beishamai argued on certain things that according to Basilel, certain Noshim would, would, would be a question of an Eshesish, would be a question of the legitimacy of the Isha. Nevertheless, they, the, the Basilel would marry the Noshim of Beishamai, even though they followed the Eloch of Beishamai, because even though La Halacha, they disagreed, but nevertheless, there was still a friendship and a camaraderie that would go on between the two of them to fulfill the Pasuk, they love uh, truth and peace. And this is how it has to be when it comes to Limud That even though when it comes to learning, there is a, a disagreement, and one could be wrong when it comes to the Psaq Halacha, nevertheless, the Simcha is from concluding the proper Psaq, and the Simcha is never from the fall or from the wrongness of the other person, and we should be zeicha to ha'emes va'ashalom ahevu, truth and peace amongst us.